that I went to. <laughs> I need to start a meat party. <laughs> Although that sounds dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so that you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Welcome back, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's uh, it's good to have you guys on. Before we get into anything uh, beyond uh, what we were already talking about, uh, here is a way you can support our channel. Here's some business. Real quick. Um I had an idea in mind. Oh, subscribe to us on YouTube. That's a great way to support us. If you're if you're listening for the first time, if you're viewing for the first time, hit that subscribe button. We're not like we're not one of those kind of channels that's just going to be like smash that like button and then subscribe and stuff. We're not there yet. Maybe we will one day. Um, but we just we it does help us to get subscribers. Uh, so if you're not subscribed, just go to youtube.com https colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube that's not with a u that's y-o-u-t-u-b-e dot com and then go to our channel which is chill filter podcast and then press subscribe because you love us that's the business and here's the podcast as they used to say those people um brian first question for you what are you enter buzzing on second question how are you doing First answer, I'm entry buzzing on Sazerac <laughs> Baby Saz. Hey, hey, yours is in the decanter and everything. Yeah, like a nice one too. Nice, nice. I uh, I actually have a store pick version of Ooh, Baby Saz. What? I didn't even know they did store picks. Oh yeah. Since when do they do single barrels? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when they I don't know when they started, but uh I picked one up from a cigar bar around around here wow. called Fox Foxes? Cigar Bar. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's a national chain or what, but No, no, no. It's only Gilbert, yeah. Oh cool. Or at least to my knowledge, Gilbert, yeah. Yeah, they were um for a short I mean, period of time they were still? in my say again. All right, no, go ahead. For a short period of time they were in my <laughs> goodness gracious man <laughs> <laughs> they're in uh gilbert uh Uh-oh. near the near the santan mall mm-hmm, and yep. um they used to be in my rotation of like places to go pop in and see oh. if they have like maybe they would get like an elijah craig barrel proof totally. kind of thing um whatever the newest release is and one day i went in there and they had a store pick baby says and i was like well i i've never seen this before i didn't even know this was a thing so oh, i'll get fake. it yeah and then um just uh, about a month or two ago uh trevor's store i go to all the time really uh, they had a baby says store pick too so i've got an unopened huh. one too that's funny but i did uh spill that all over my desk about 10 minutes nice. ago so half of my entry buzz is gone probably for the best um i don't know <laughs> i don't know um you know it's funny i had you know i had some friends when i lived in phoenix and none of them wanted to go to a cigar bar with me so i never went to fox's but i saw they had some picks i saw they had some good whiskey i'm i'm not a hater on cigars i keep them you know in moderation for sure i like to smoke maybe once or twice a year um but i was always like asking friends like do you smoke cigars or do you like at least like appreciate cigars or like can yeah. tolerate cigars you just want to always try. say no like a no a full stop and i was like okay <laughs> yeah and um so i never got to go yeah. to boxes well my there. uh my buddy josh kind of got me into him a little bit and uh 
and it was you know i i had fun i had fun smoking a cigar i thought it was great i thought it you know it was fun to try to pick out flavors and things and mm -hmm. and so i'd get a pack or i'd get a couple a couple that he recommends mm -hmm. but then i would never just go out on my back patio and just smoke mm -hmm. a cigar like by myself yeah. so eventually we'd have like a pool day or something and i'd uh -huh. be like hey you guys want a cigar you want a cigar and i <laughs> some of my friends friends were probably like sure i guess whatever yeah and, i uh, guess we'll force it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i kind of push push cigars on people and then i was just never getting around to doing it on my own and in mm -hmm. a point now where like i won't ever keep my own but if I just if I was out somewhere with yeah. somebody else and somebody else was like, hey, you want a cigar? I'd be like, absolutely. Yes. Do you know? OK, so have I ever told the story about how I saved a man's life that that had to do with cigars? Sounds vaguely familiar, but do for another go around. OK, correct. Or t call me out if this sounds super familiar, but my friend Trevor and my friend Ryan and I, they live in or at least one of they used to we also used to live in Colorado Springs. And we had a tradition and it was Friendsgiving. And it wasn't like your average Friendsgiving. Like we had, we were talking about Friendsgiving uh, before Friendsgiving was like a thing. And um, our version of Friendsgiving was simple. It was go to Buffalo Wild Wings and bring our, does this all sound familiar? No. Not yet? Okay. Bring our poster of Jackie Chan that we all passed around house to house and all that. And, and it was like a great picture. It was like eighties era Jackie Chan. It was amazing. And it was like a poster and we'd bring them to the, the, um, Buffalo wild wings. We'd, uh, sit in a booth. We'd put Jackie against the wall and we would eat wings and enjoy them. And people would like walk by and be like, what? And we're like, you like it, don't you? Or like stuff like that. Like we just like, <laughs> yeah, he's part of our crew. And, um, and then the next stage we would get cigars at like a, you know, cigar shop. And there was like a decent one in um, in Colorado Springs. It was actually called Stags, uh, Stags or something like that. But um, we would go there, and then we would go to one of our houses and hit up the back porch and just smoke a cigar while drinking bourbon or something like that. And um, and so the last time we ever did it. Um, I think it was the last time, if not second to last time I was visiting town because I had moved away for a while. And so uh, we made it all happen. We brought Jackie to the, to the Buffalo Wild Wings. We had a great time. Then we go to Stags and they're closed for the night. They already had, you know, closed up. So we're like, well, there's got to be another. Um, or no, this wasn't the this was the second to last time anyway. So mm -hmm. um, so we're like, there's got to be another place. We found this place off of Nevada Avenue or road or whatever. And um, we get there and we're like, is anyone here? And so we like kind of look past the store and it's like this very interesting long section of like, not a, it, it was a strip mall, uh, but in the back, it was almost like someone was living back there, but we're like, I don't know, like there's a TV on, maybe it's just the lounge or something like that. And so we're like, is anyone here? We're trying to buy some cigars. And then we start to notice there's a guy watching the TV and he's hooked up to an oxygen tank uh, or like some sort of ventilator kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And, um, and there's no explosions if you're wondering, but, uh, but <laughs> we're basically like, yeah, like, so, so anyway, we're, we're basically like worried at this point because this guy is not waking up when we're like, Hey, can we buy these cigars? And he is not waking up, but he's breathing. We can hear him breathing and see it in the ventilator kind of thing he's got on that there is breath. So we're like, 
but we're like, we really want these cigars and we don't want this night to be like this huge buzzkill. So we're like, all right, they got cameras. We saw there were like security cameras and we're like, we have we like pointed at the camera. We're like, here's 20 or like 30 bucks or something like that. We're going to put it under this little portion near your, your, um, your like, um, cashier cash desk. Yeah. Cash register. And then we're going to walk away with these cigars. And so we're like, we're not going to get, they're not going to like, you know, the cops aren't going to be called on us. And we're like, and I have this weird feeling in me. That's like, Oh, I feel like I shouldn't just leave this guy, but he's probably fine. And so we, we actually just walk out and I'm like, sweet. As soon as we walk out, I see a cop and he's pulled someone over for like some sort of driving thing. And I go walk up to the cop and I'm like, sorry to interrupt. Uh, just want you to know that there's a guy in there and he wasn't waking up. He's breathing, but we're a little concerned. Can you just check on him? And then we leave. Yeah. And never seen him again. Never even went to that, that tobacco store again. Next time we, I come to Colorado Springs, we pull a Friendsgiving. It doesn't need to be November for the record. And, um, and we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and then we go to Stag, and Stag is closed again. Again, and we, they just close early in the night. It sucks. So then we were like, okay, well, we'll go to that place we went to in Nevada, and then we looked at that's closed, and so we're like, oh, that sucks. Like it's closed for good. And then we found there was another one like a mile down the road on Nevada, and so we go there, and we're like, we we talk to this one guy behind the counter and this story's wrapping up. I mean, I know yeah. it's a good story. Uh, <laughs> so we're like talking it up with the, the guy behind the counter. He's he's like a middle Eastern guy, but really like, just like really happy to have us there. Happy to talk uh, tobacco, you know, like uh, cigars and all that. Yeah. And as we're walking out the door after purchasing some that he recommended to us, we go, this is so much better uh, a experience than what happened last time. And, he stops us and he goes, what do you mean? And we're like, well, last time we were down the road, just down there at that one place. And then we basically like, we told him the whole story and he goes, so you're the guys. <laughs> and he goes, you guys saved his life because he, his, his like machine broke and he was going to die and run out of like legit oxygen Jeez. and, and just pass away. Yeah. But like you told a cop and the cop pulled the ambulance in and everyone took care of him. But like you guys legitimately saved his life. <laughs> and I'm like, we're heroes. <laughs> like we made it this big deal. We're like, you remember that? We always like talk about it. Remember that time where we saved that guy's life? <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, he, yeah. the, the cigar owner was like, he's like, you guys can come back here and get a 20% discount on whatever you want from now on. And so nice. that was the, that was my cigar life saving story. That's cool. So, yeah. I've never, but, never have I ever saved a man's life before. <laughs> I know, right? It was great. I feel great about it. So you haven't heard that story before? I must have missed that one. Okay, I don't know. Well, I, yeah. I must not have told it on the podcast. At least, new so. to me, new to some, maybe, hopefully. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. How far are we on? How far are we along? No, we're good. <laughs> um, what you been up to this past week? I've been dieting again. Gross. I know, but it's actually been good. Okay, so not good, but it's been not as bad as other diets. Okay, so here's the thing. I've done it before. I finally hit my final new score uh, where I was like, all right, it's time. Once I yeah. break this boundary in weight, I just got to go on a diet again. And so yeah. uh, one of one of the diets I've enjoyed basically has like, you, you know, you can count calories and stuff like that. 
but there are freebies according to this diet. And one of them is vegetables and fruit. So you can eat yeah. as much vegetables and fruit you want. You can like eat it to your heart's content and that's a part of the diet. But then there's yeah. also uh, chicken and eggs are the other things and random other things like chickpeas you can eat. Nice. Uh, stuff like that for free. Um, and so I, do you, do you ever go to Salad and Go? Yeah, for sure. And I remember so, you talking about Salad and Go. I love Salad <laughs> Not too long go. ago. Like, yeah. It's like the best place. Yeah. It's like and, um, five bucks or maybe even a little less for something for like a chipotle chicken. burrito sized oh. Caesar chicken wrap, wrap or something. Yeah. 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 But there, I would go there at least two or three times a week when I lived in Phoenix. Yeah. And so I was like, well, one of my favorite salads that I don't think they even do anymore, but was their antipasto salad. And so I was like, it has like uh, salami and pepperoncinis Ooh. and, um, uh, Kalamata olives, feta cheese, mozzarella oh, yeah. balls. I'd like so that. I was like, okay, I'm going to make my own antipasto salad. And uh, that's what I did. And so nice. all the last two weeks I've been, for lunch at least, making antipasto salads. And it's only like a, a third of my daily calorie counts, you know, otherwise. Yeah. And, um, and so I was like stoked. And then the craziest thing, like I was like, this is actually good. Like I can fill myself. I can add chicken to it. It's act and I like throw down. Like I, I have so much in there that it'll like yeah. it's like a meal and a half. Yeah. And so I was like, this is good. And then the rest of the day, I kind of count calories and eat fruit and vegetables and stuff like that. And then uh, I I started on Monday morning, uh, a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. and then I weighed myself this Monday morning. I had lost five point two pounds already. Dang. So I'm like on my way to my goal weight. So my goal weight is 20 pounds less than what I started at. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, at least I'm, uh, I'm 20, pumped, but also what's that? 20 is not too big of a swing. 20 is doable. 20 is doable with diet and exercise. Yeah. Easy. Especially if I and can, I, I know I won't be able to, but if I could go five pounds a week, that'll be a quick diet. <laughs> yeah. Can you? <laughs> no, 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 Hollywood no. miracle diet. <laughs> probably a lot of water weight or something like that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, so that's me. But otherwise, work's been good, and nice. uh, kids are good. Kids are fun. You work on uh, a spin up. You got some real stuff to do at work yet? Yes, finally have some things to do, and feeling um, challenged by them, which is a good thing. So good. Is this the kind of deal where you're going to have uh, tests to take every now yes. and then, twice a year mm-hmm. or once a year? Still, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I will never stop, but I probably That's... should be able to. But at the rate I'm going, I will never stop. Uh, but it's a so grudge match. It really point. is a, a lifelong, even even when you're not five if you're years good at retirement. <laughs> oh, not if you're you good at make it. your way up the chain and and be done. But with like, it then, there's I've seen people that finish their exams by like age 24. Are and they like, like the like, most insane? They not. I wouldn't say they lack a social life, but they forego a social life for a little yeah, bit, right? Um, and are able to balance all that stuff. And I just I I have to balance in a different kind of way yeah um, but yeah they can be masters, done so <laughs> what's that i didn't even get a master's i uh yeah. there were people that i knew who started work and then they were like okay i'm gonna work and get my master's and the company will even pay for it and i'm just like mm-hmm. i just have no interest in doing that <laughs> dude i it, but one of the reasons i wanted to be an actuary was because i didn't have to go to get a master's degree. Although I did mm-hmm. go back to school for one year that put me in the trajectory in a good, good way. So, um, yeah, 
but yeah, it's still like, I just need to get a few more exams and then I'll done. I'll be done. Some people mm -hmm. get to 10. I just need to get to seven. Is 10 like literally the, the max, the cap? 10 is the max. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Whew. Exams. But I'm going to start studying at the end of the month. And this company I work for now has much better studying accommodations, like nice. study time, study nice. like stuff like that. So nice. Um, I'm looking forward to actually my last company really didn't have good accommodations. So I, that's why I was falling even further behind. So. so you essentially had to do it on your own time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, yeah. what's new with you? Uh, not a whole lot. I, uh, last weekend, <laughs> last weekend, there was a event that I went to, uh, I realized there's a couple little hobbies I haven't talked about at all here. Oh, I'm yeah? also, I'm also big into mead. Mead. Yeah. He's a mead man. <laughs> mead man. I, I love, uh, I love yeah, when meat or mead gets switched for the, or not gets, gets mistaken for the word meat. Meat, yeah, yeah. I'm really I love meat, man. I do yeah. love meat and mead, but uh, but should. this past weekend there was there weren't any meat uh, parties, but there was a uh -huh. mead party that I went to. <laughs> I need to start a meat party. <laughs> Although that sounds dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Um. So there's this uh, company called Superstition Meadery. You, okay. Does that sound familiar at all when you were living here? Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, they make mead. They've been doing it for quite a while. And, um, and they're, I haven't had a lot of mead. I haven't had a lot of other meads outside superstition, but what I have had has been uh, on the, on the lighter side, on the thinner side, mm. like a little more effervescent, almost like a cider, uh -huh. almost yeah, like yeah. a cider. So yeah. superstition stuff, it, it ends up being like really thick, rich and syrupy, nice. like, as a dessert like nice. you don't you don't want to just pound these you know yeah and, uh are they it, high proof or high gravity no, too they're, no they're about 14 percent 14 percent so wineish kind of yeah yeah very wineish um but it's very much a like we'll open one small like 375 bottle uh -huh. and split it as like two like normal to large glasses and but like yeah. that's it like that's yeah, yeah. All, all we want but they they just have an endless variety of interesting That's flavors cool. that I should have had examples of that I'm thinking of like now. But blueberry, it, yeah, blueberry, totally. Any actually, blueberry. Funny you say that. One their uh, top selling one is uh, is a little cidery. I think it's at like seven point eight percent, and uh, nice. and it's a it's a blueberry uh, effervescent. Um, I think it literally is a cider. Actually, now that I think nice. about it, but but it's Wait, their but top it's got product. mead though. Uh, yeah, it is fermented honey is, is okay, how gotcha. it is. It's not like it apples. Made. Yeah, correct. Correct. Yeah. But just any kinds of fruit, any kind of nice. interesting herbs, like they've done crazy combos. One of the more interesting examples, though, is our newest Patreon subscriber. Hey, <laughs> Jim, Jimmy. Jim yeah, my, my father-in-law uh, signed up for a. Uh, yeah. the uh, same deal as Brian with the uh, one year. Sub. Yeah. At full the, year uh, sub with, uh, at the drink along level stemless glen glen karen tier yeah, so he'll get one of those too mm -hmm. so anyway jim uh uh and and patty my uh my parents in law uh, uh one of the fun things that we did recently on a on a trip to hawaii was Ooh. uh is um let's see there's this uh 
fruit called calamansi and okay. it's like a it's like a little lime it's like a tart lime and uh -huh. it's this hawaiian staple it's a traditional nice. hawaiian kind of thing to take i I'm, oh honeydew pretty sure it's okay. honeydew or cantaloupe uh -huh. um, but i want to say honeydew and you squeeze the calamansi lime on the honeydew and you get this okay. like sweet and sour kind of fruit and it's like a That's breakfast cool. or, or something kind of oh snack. really and so that unique combination uh, Superstition Meadery did one where it had a oh, little cool. lime, it had a little honeydew or cantaloupe, if I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's so they and they called it Tropic of Calamansi, and nice. and it was like, it, and it came out after we did this whole thing that we did in in Hawaii where we do it ourselves, and uh, so it hit us cool. emotionally in the perfect spot. Oh, totally. They come up with all sorts of creative ideas of where is it to make in so Phoenix. They uh, their original home base is up in Prescott. Okay, gotcha. And then they, about three years ago, they opened up a tasting room in downtown Phoenix. So there okay. is a tasting room now. And the party that they had going on this weekend was their premium line that they come out with that is the richest, most syrupy, oh, nice. sweetest. Um, they call it the Berry White series. Nice. Uh, and it's like berry, it's like blueberry, blackberry, strawberry, oh, raspberry. Nice. Uh -huh. And uh, and the white comes from white chocolate. So it's got a little like creamy, light. Oh, cool chocolate flavor that gets blended with the berry and it is nice. just a thick rich syrupy mead um yeah. and so they they hold a party every year when they release their new batch so i got to go and try oh, all the new cool. ones and try other fun new things too and eat some food and hang out and i so, bet there's but, not a lot of like regulation there similar to like bourbon or not similar to bourbon rather where it's like you can't add certain things or like oh, you true. can't yeah but yeah, there's probably regulation like, legally stuff, you know, but yeah, like yeah. say whatever you did and you could do whatever you want. Just, uh, yeah, we went crazy with this one and we did this thing that's never been done before, but here it yeah. is. I hope you like it. <laughs> so why don't they distill that stuff? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have, so I've asked one time and they're like, it doesn't distill well, but I didn't believe them. I was like, you just haven't tried. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I like, went to no, like this... you haven't tried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to this uh, out in Boulder. We went to a meadery there. And it was like, I think it was a Red Rocks meadery or something like that. And it was good. Nice. Nice. But uh, yeah, that's my, that's like, that's actually like my only, hes not hesitation, but my only like thing about meaderies. I'm like, I want to, I want you to distill it. <laughs> and uh, no one does. <laughs> well, what would you call it? You know, it's not like, it's not rum. It's not, it's not um, brandy. It's definitely not whiskey. Yeah. Just fermented honey, honey, honey whiskey. Distilled. Yeah. But not like Tennessee honey for the record. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to figure that out. Maybe we'll start our own honey, honey whiskey. I'll make the mead and you distill it since that sounds yeah. like that's the hard part. You can do it. And the more illegal part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. Do we tell our listeners what we're drinking today? No, it has not been said yet. All that's been ah. said is we're entry buzzing on baby says. Yeah. And multiply that by three and put it at 90 proof again. And you got <laughs> Sazerac 18, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm stoked about this. I am uh, so stoked, because... too. This is the only BTAC I've never had before. I've tried other ones at a bar. I'm somehow fortunate enough to own a George T. Stag. Um, so this but is your so, final piece of the puzzle. This is the my final infinity stone uh, here. 
You know, I tried, I think SAS 18 was my second BTAC, actually. Mm -hmm. This was in 2014 when I had first tried Eagle Rare 17. And then the next thing I tried was Sazerac 18 and then Handy. And then I got a bottle of um, William LaRue with my friend, Trevor, yeah. who I just yeah. mentioned, with, who also saved a life with me. <laughs> um, and then um, I think Stag was later. Stag was probably my last one, which is crazy. So um, let's, yeah, all by 2015, I had had all five. Yeah, at um, a bar at a bar, Sazerac eighteen seems to usually be priced at the upper end, and so like if I'm gonna splurge and I'm gonna have something fun, I see Saz eighteen and like William Leroux Weller priced at the mm -hmm. same price per ounce. I'm like, yeah, I kind of just Might want well William Leroux Weller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, especially for the the bang for your buck. Yeah, I um when I got Saz eighteen, you know how much I paid for it. For like two fingers in a glass wider than this. It was, was this like in was this in France? No, this was in Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. I'm gonna um, guess 45 though. No, I paid like eight bucks for a pour. What? We tipped the guy like out his nose. Uh if Did that he, makes like, sense. Like ring but you up wrong, maybe on purpose. This was 2014, or? so it was like it was big, yes, but not as big as it is today, like finding yeah. a SAS 18. Uh, so it was like, no, he just, he would just pour it for us. And same with the Eagle rare, same with the handy, same with everything. Like he would just pour us a, uh, uh, antique collection. And it was wow. on the, on the, um, for example, like the Eagle rare 17 was on the menu for 25 bucks, but he's like, nah, I'll just charge just seven or eight for it. Nice. And we would like tip the heck out of that guy. That's cool. Um, that's the thing is like, if you're going, if I'm expecting to spend like 50 bucks, for example, and you charge me 30, you're getting a $20 tip. For yeah, me. right. Because like, you're still <laughs> saving me money because I, I'm not tipping on 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I'll, I'll easily throw it on a 66% tip in that case where it's like, you took care of me, I'll take good care of you, you know? Totally. Usually totally. the bartenders keep that, you know, total, you know, unless yeah. they're sharing with other bartenders, but still. True. Anyway, what do you say we get into the history? We'll talk SAS 18 and the history of the BTAC. And then we'll drink it. Sounds good. All right. We'll send it quick to break. We'll be right back. All right. We are back. Um, some quick notes to get to. I did want to give a shout out to our newest Patreon member, Jim Mathwig. Did I pronounce that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I like him. I like him too. You know what? You know what people that 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 are sea bald wear? They wear math wigs because they're math people and they're sea bald. Yeah, so. well, now that he's a Patreon subscriber, he's even more gorgeous than he already was. Yeah. He Somehow. don't need no wig. Yeah. Yep. Someone's telling me he has good hair. Does he have good hair? <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> um, sorry. <Jim. laughs> um, yeah. So thanks, Jim. You are so beautiful, and you are a Patreon member, uh, and you're going to be on the stemless Glen Clear Glen Cairn tier, which means you get drink along samples. All right. So that's awesome. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate you. Did we shout out uh, Brian on the podcast yet? 
You know, I repped him. We didn't uh, go into in, we didn't go in depth on just yeah. how gorgeous he is. Let's but, talk about uh, Brian Duncan for a second. Yeah, yeah, I saw his hair in that picture. He is oh, a yeah. good looking man. He is a good looking man. Yeah, he so, is so charismatic. And the yeah, fact that he is so. a Patreon subscriber now. Is he oh, like a man. doctor or something? I got doctor vibes from that guy. No, he's a uh, real estate. Uh, oh, there he goes. He like, uh, works, uh, he like flips houses maybe or something. <laughs> he works real estate deals. And he's going to be uh, uh, embarrassed that I don't even know what he does after all these so conversations. I bet that, you but... he knows Brandon Hunt. Brandon Hunt? That name sounds familiar to me even. Bourbon guy and real estate. He's the guy behind uh, Bourbon Charity. Oh, okay, that's how I know the, the name, bourbon yeah. charity. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, yeah. So, so uh, if you're listening, Brian, do you know Brandon Hunt? <laughs> I'd love to know. Um, all right. Real quick note to get to: Christmas is coming. For those of you who don't know uh, and have not been a part of the Chilford community for at least a year, uh, you know what that means, uh, or you don't know what that means. But those who who have know what it means. The Christmas episode is coming. Plan accordingly. And you may be compensated generously. Uh, check us out. If you haven't listened, listen last week. There's, we do gifts for, for Christmas. And we can take care of you. Maybe. If you're lucky enough. Or if you give the best gift. So anyway, we'll talk about more next week. I don't want to rep it every single time hardcore. So next week we'll talk about it more. And this week, hey, think about Christmas. Uh, it's coming right up. Goodness. Uh, also, Patreon peeps. Uh, hop on the sample sharing Secret Santa. Uh, do it. Uh, reach out if you need directions to get to the um, the form we have that you can fill out to be a part of it. So and reach out if you need about... help. If you need help with anything, if yeah, you need, yeah. uh, if you all you need is four sample bottles, I will send you four empty sample True. bottles. Uh, if yeah, you we want it, you to be a part of this. Yeah, if you can't, if you're struggling to figure out just what to use as your fourth bottle for somebody, yep. hit us up and we'll yep. let you know what sounds good. We'll take care of you. Yep. So, uh, and we want to put it in such a way that like everyone benefits, you know, wildly from this awesome thing. Cause I have a feeling everyone's really going to show up when they give. So that's how you know you're going to get some good stuff. So mm -hmm. let's talk about Sazerac 18, the 2023 vintage. Uh, this is actually our second episode regarding Sazerac 18 here. It's potentially the most rare member of the Buffalo Trace Antique collection throughout the years. Otherwise, it's likely the top two. Um, we drank the 2020 release on episode 119. That was a long time ago, over three years ago. But I'm really excited about this one because the 2020, in 2020 rather, Robbie and I unanimously uh, called Saz 18 the winner of the 2020 BTAC lineup. It was our favorite pour out of all of them. Um, okay, so let's talk about Saz 18 within the BTAC history real quick. Some of you may know this, but the original lineup of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, as we call it, the BTAC, uh, circa 2000, uh, had no cast strength options. Did you know that, Brian? No, I did not. No cast strength varieties there. That's right. No George T. Stagg, no William Lou Weller, and no Thomas H. Handy. There were three botters originally, though, all representing a different style of whiskeys, but all 90 proof. There was Eagle Rear 17, a minimum 17-year rye recipe bourbon, Mashville number one uh, at 90 proof. There was Weller 19, Ooh. a friggin' 19-year-old wheat recipe bourbon at 90 proof. And there was another special bottle, Sazerac 18, an 18-year rye whiskey at 90 proof. 
It wasn't until years passed that William LaRue Weller, Weller 19 became William LaRue Weller, which was, you know, somewhere between a 12 and 15 year cast strength weeded bourbon. And George T. Stagg was added and Eagle Rare 17, although there from the beginning is now 101 proof, uh, which brings me to my next question. I've wondered for a while. Buffalo Trace is known for four distinct mash bills, a weeded bourbon, the rye mash bill, uh, mash bill number one, or the, the high rye rash, mash bill, mash bill number one. And then, uh, or no, no, I'm sorry. The rye, what the crap? The rye mash bill, mash bill number one, which is a low rye recipe mash bill bourbon. And then there's mash bill number two, which is a higher rye mm-hmm. mash bill or bourbon mash bill. Uh, and then uh, otherwise there's the rye mash bill. That's why I wrote, read it wrong. Because there's the weeded bourbon, the rye mash bill, and then the mash bill number one and two, which are both rye recipe bourbons. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three of those four mash bills are represented in the antique collection. And if you're not aware, the Buffalo Trace antique collection is a special yearly release collection from Buffalo Trace that is one of the most sought after collections of whiskey in all the whiskey world. Uh, some big whiskey fans may never get their hands on a bottle. Truth. Uh, the supply is low, and every year the demand is out of this world these days, especially. Uh, so anyway, three out of the four mash bills are accounted for. There's Eagle Rare 17 and George T. Stagg both use mash bill number one. Uh, Thomas H. Handy and Sazerac 18, what we're drinking today, are both the rye mash bills. And then William LaRue Weller is the weeded mash bill. Uh, mark my words, though, regarding mash bill number two, the one left out. Mark my words. On this very day, within the next five years, there will be a six bottle. I know it. They're totally going to do it. In the Buffalo Trace NT collection, that will either be an ultra-aged mash bill number two or will be a decently-aged cast-strength mash bill number two bourbon from Buffalo Trace. But what will they name it? Who knows? Um, anyway... So what we're drinking today has been in the collection since year one in 2000. But as I mentioned last episode, we did um, Sazerac 18. It hasn't always been unique every year. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, from t- 2005 to 2015, they had the exact same whiskey in the bottle. Uh, so if you're like collecting like years of Sazerac 18, you might as well just get all the same one or something like that. Uh, because in twenty in two thousand five, they literally steel tanked the the amount of rye whiskey they made. That was an eighteen year rye. Uh, they and no one exactly knows why, but it was a really killer year. Two thousand five, uh, Whiskey Advocate magazine gave it the American Whiskey of the Year. Um, but uh, here's my thought: like Buffalo Trace, don't stop trying, don't stop working towards it. Uh, don't just you know steel tank it make it make it release them all and then make more mm-hmm. next year you know but mm-hmm. it takes 18 years to age an 18 year whiskey so that's one of the hard things uh but anyway they did the same thing from 2016 to 2018 on a different batch which i hmm. thought was interesting uh and i don't know why they did not have I, like didn't they have barrels prepped for every year like don't they like plan ahead for that kind of stuff anyway hmm. Uh, but starting in 2019, each batch has been unique since. Every year gets a different batch, uh, at least since then. So uh, until or I've had uh, the 2014, which was a part of that original like total like like 2005 to 2015 batches, 
uh, and it was phenomenal, incredible. Um, I remember notes uh, in 2020, uh, the last time I tried this, of like syrupy uh, strawberry syrup and like Ooh, very yeah. delicate. It was it was incredible. Yeah. Um, and so here's some details. Besides, like Buffalo Trace actually gives like notes on like tasting notes. I told Brian this week and I, I try to avoid tasting notes just even, even on my own time. Like if I'm reading through a review on something, like I'll see what they think of it, but I will try to avoid notes because I want to develop my own. I don't want to be like, oh yes, terracotta or something. <laughs> um, so uh, what Buffalo Trace mentioned was it was barreled either in the fall of 2004 or in the spring of 2005. So it is truly 18 years. Uh, this year uh, and the fall of 2004 was when I entered high school. So if that gives you any context there um, and some of the stock, yep. You know what? Uh -huh. You know what? Uh, a while back you asked me how old I was or something. And then I, I never asked you how, how old are you? I'm 33 this year. 30. How old are you? 37. 36. Okay. Cool. Seven. I think a 37. Quality anyway. year. Yeah, I graduated high school in 2005. Okay, cool. So yeah, so you would have been, we would have been the same high school together. Yeah, freshman senior dealio. Yeah. You're as old were you 87? Born 87? 86. I was okay, older so. for my year. Yeah. Okay. So you're right between my two oldest sisters. Mm, gotcha. Um so yes. Aged in warehouses K L and M. Uh, the previous release was, uh, the 2022 release was given the gold medal in the 2023 American Whiskey Masters. Don't know anything about that competition, but good for that. 90 proof, the lowest or the lowest proof in the NT collection these days. Um, and of course, it's an 18 year, um, but sometimes it's more. Like Eagle Rare 17 might be a 19 year. And, and let's talk about that for a second. So this year, they're really big into like this being the oldest Eagle Rare 17 yet. The one you helped me get, the 2014, mm -hmm. is also a 19 year. Oh, wow. It's just not, it's like a month or two less than, okay. um, than the 2023. That's good uh, to know. But yeah, there's plenty of night. There's actually at least two other 19 year Eagle Rare 17s. I guess this oh. one just took the cake. Maybe, yeah. maybe even in a matter of days, but um, that's funny to me. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, of course it's, yeah, I just said that. Um, and then, yeah, the, the retail price, if you're lucky, actually, did you get yours at retail? Yes. Not yours, but did you get your antique collection bottles at retail last year? Uh, I got my George T stag at retail or maybe mm -hmm. like $10 over retail. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, uh, my, I do have a Thomas H handy too, which nice. I was uh, at first I was like, Oh, I'll entry buzz on Thomas H handy. So it'll be mm -hmm. BTAC and BTAC. But then I was mm -hmm. like, nah, the higher proof. And I should, just I would have done it if Sass mine weren't empty. <laughs> <laughs> I figured Saz and Saz, and actually I'm purposefully keeping a little bit here for nice. me to be able to kind of sip and smell after the mm -hmm. Saz 18, just to, just to see. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I traded for the Thomas H. Handy. Uh, I had a Neh or I had a Weller single barrel. Nice. And, uh, and a buddy of mine had. Where'd the you handy. get that? I total wine raffle actually. Total wine lottery. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, got the, I hear they're not as worth it as I traded mine as well. 
Oh, no, Weller, like Weller single, barrel? single Barrel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I heard. They're rare. I've heard it's like yeah. the most disappointing of the oh, entire really? deal. Yeah. I've heard CYPB's actually pretty good, like fine uh-huh. for what it is. Uh-huh. But I've heard Weller Single Barrel is like, why does this even exist? <laughs> wow. And it's just they only they only put out so much a year. It's a yearly release too. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah, we both traded ours. Yep. But I got Nego Rare 17 from 2014, baby. Not for the exact <laughs> same trade, but yeah, it was part of the trade. Yeah. So, and shout out to our co host, Brian Rat, for helping me with that. So, oh, yeah, that was. <laughs> um, What do you say we pour this? Okay. So, I have a confession to make, Brian. Mm-hmm. I had the greatest intentions with um, sharing this sample bottle with you. Yeah. And I knew that the bottle literally says 100 milliliters on it. Yeah. And and I'm like, well, 100 milliliters is approximately like 3.5. Yeah, yeah 3.5-ish like ounces. And so I poured you just about 1.75 ounces. But then I look at this bottle and I got more than half in there. <laughs> but, but I, I didn't realize that until today for the record. So I feel oh, bad. Yeah. No, we're good. I mean, that bottle shapes so skinny. Yeah. Probably. Oh, you're saying they might have overfilled the bottle. That's what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. I'm I'm new. You are the tenured, esteemed host here. If anybody should be getting a little bit more. (laughs) Well, either way, I'm going to enjoy every sip of it. (laughs) Undoubtedly. All right. The generosity is unparalleled here. For That's a good. mere mortal like me to get my hands on this, so I appreciate it. You know, I I reached out to you this week and made a joke about the perks of being a podcast host, and they are real. They are yeah. really real. This and shout out, okay, is okay. So I haven't mentioned this, but yes, we have been sent Sazrak eighteen um, sample from Buffalo Trace. So, and of course, we do objective reviews, but you got to shout them out because thank you so much, Sazrak. Thank you. And thank you. Uh, Buffalo Trace for sending this over uh, because holy crap, how often do you get to sip Sazerac 18 before it's even released, basically? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this smells so good. Wow. Like, like, so I love Baby Saz. Even the nose on Baby Saz is like perfect, but there is a depth to this yeah. that is phenomenal. This is, um... oh, I could shove my nose in there all day. <laughs> Okay, when we what whiskey would you chose last week? We were talking about campfire whiskeys. Yeah. And like and our both of our minds immediately went to barrel proof, high proof. But mm. this is even though this is you said 90 proof, right? 90 proof. It has substance to it. This it could really hold does. its own against a fire yeah. pit for sure. Yeah. Uh a note I got at first is a fruity candy. No yeah. fruit in particular, but like a hard candy. Now I'm not talking about like, yeah, like Starburst or something like that. I'm talking about like something you get at your grandma's house that is fruity and hard candy, but is nothing like no fruit in particular. Um, yeah. And that's uh, it's grounded with a with a caramelin carameliness. Yeah. I, uh, like and soft. it's it's a it's a carameliness that I get off the baby size, too. But mm-hmm. um, there is so much more bright fruit. Bright well, fruit there's there's so much mm-hmm. more sweet fruit uh, mm-hmm. on this on the size. But I think bright is still a good representation yeah. of this too. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the the baby size is 
bright, if you will, too. Yes. But uh, this, this one just, this smells like literal candy. Mm-hmm. It smells it like. It really does. Yeah. Hard candy with a, a little candy bit factory, of milky caramel. That's what it would smell like. Yeah, right. Where where it's like you feel like you're just walking through like uh like this the yeah. smell of it is just permeating mm. and you're like wading through a thick smell. And the snozberries, they taste like snot or they s- smell like snozberries at least. <laughs> no, I guess they taste cuz they licked the wall, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not ready to sip this. This is such a good nose. I know. I was just telling some friends too. I was like, I was like, well, it depends. You know, sometimes when I pour something really good, sometimes I'll nose it for like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cause I not even like, I'll just not even want to drink it yet. I'm just not ready yet. I I could keep smelling this all night. Yeah. So Brian and I, uh, when we reached out to Buffalo Trace, they gave us the option. They said we got stag, we got handy, and we got size eighteen. And so handy was out the out the you know with those two other choices. Like handy's not even an option. Uh, you know it's it's great six and a half year cash strength rye. It's amazing. But when you're between George D. Stag and uh, William Larue or not William Larue, um, Sazerac eighteen and the Thomas H. Handy, handy is the short stick or the short straw. Um, but it was a question. It was like, all right what do people want to hear? And they might want to hear about stag because it's potentially easier to find because it's a little more available. Um, but we also wanted to do something a little different uh, than like, because a lot of people are taking the stag option uh, in the whiskey media world. And um, so we wanted to go, and I was happy to go either way, but I'm glad I yeah. went this way because so far this nose is on fire, but not yeah. hot way. Like I could like go at this nose and it's still great. Oh, that brought in some notes that weren't there before. <laughs> I, uh, I'm getting a little pepper now on the nose, still only nosing, but, uh, just a light, light pepper, not like a b- big peppercorn or anything. Uh, uh-huh. this, okay. Not, not quite. Do you know what elderberry you ever had St. Germain? I'm not sure. I've just straight up had elderberry. Anyway. But you ever had Saint Germain liqueur? Liqueur? No, um, no, I don't think I have. Okay, so it's not like strong elderberry. It's really not, but it's like the the brightness you would get from elderberry, um, as well as the slightest, the slightest, not in a old fashioned way, but more in like a fresh, bright way, like an orange peel, tiny bit. Okay, yeah. Oh, so good. I'm gonna go for a sip though. Yeah, I I did sip already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to lag behind your own opinions you're formulating, so I don't influence you. But I'll say right away, right away, it didn't hit me like I thought it was going to right away. Mm-hmm. It was thin immediately. Yep. So I was like, "Wait, is this it?" But then it just started to just it really bloom. does. And uh, yeah, and similar to the other antique collections oh technically i've had all of them now (laughs) Uh, similar to the other ones they are so special to me because the finish just evolves you'll taste something and then like five seconds later you'll taste something else and then the finish really starts after that and then if it's the 2022 george t stag it goes to another level after that but it's just um 
it goes and goes with tons of flavor. It's all light fruit flavors to me uh, with it. Um, not, a, not a whole lot of rice spice, but uh, if you've ever had baby says the same kind of uh, how baby says doesn't really have a lot of rice spice either. So it's a, a lot of light fruitiness for me that evolves and evolves. Yeah. That's the, that's the story of this one. Like I'm still reeling from this finish. Oh man, that's good. So I, I, you know, you want to compare it to something. I don't know if I can compare this to anything. It is delicate though. Like floral, fruity, delicate, hard candy, but as if it were like, like candy or cotton candy or something like that. It's just like, it's wispy. Yeah. It is, um, wispy like and light, but you're right. The lightness up front is like, wait, is this all I'm getting from it? Like yeah. this doesn't even match the nose, but then it like the finish, man. It's, yeah. but it's still like, yeah, like wispy and light, but like if, as as far as light whiskeys go, this is probably one of the best I've ever had. Not yeah. like light whiskey, but like lighter whiskeys. Oh mm-hmm. man, yeah, that mouthfeel off the bat is um, is a little watery, almost. Mm-hmm. Like you really don't get any little disappointing right, right away yeah. in, in your. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super thin. Yeah, but uh, tons of I took a bigger sip. Tons of hard candy, sweet. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of like a cotton candy sugar because um, mm-hmm. it is light and wispy. When you you got me thinking when you said floral, but I mean, in like a honeysuckle way. floral rather oh, yeah. than like rose floral. Yeah, totally get that. Mm-hmm. This is good. And yeah, I can taste the I can taste the cherry hard candy. It's Ooh, been, cherry! Totally. It's been a a minute or more, and uh, back of my mm-hmm. back of my palate, I can still get it. I mean, it okay. <laughs> Trying to think of what I can relate this to, but um, you ever just like I don't know. <sighs> Trying to think of what the best way to put this, but. Is that appropriate? <laughs> oh appropriate. boy! Uh, I love listening to this. Yeah. You ever just okay? This is, I'm just gonna put it this way. You ever just like make sweet, sweet cuddles with your wife, and then <laughs> just cuddle up and and just be the be the little spoon. This you're is taking the one. The, you're taking the comfort angle here. I get. Yeah, you. no, it's hundred percent that. Like it is like, um, it is like restful. Like you want to like chill with this one. Like you want to. You it don't is want rare. to go for some. You don't want to go out to war after this pour. Like you want to <laughs> just cuddle in for the night after this pour. It is rare that I. Um want to just let the finish go usually Mm -hmm. i'm like i've forgotten about it and i'm like okay i'll take another sip i guess but Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm letting the finish go because i'm excited to see if anything else happens (laughs) before i take my next exactly like it just (laughs) keeps going i went a great nose with some water drops. i tried to go really light on my water drops i I only had a smidge here but Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll I'll go really light on my ice too because I'm afraid, pretty pretty scared, of adding ice. Mm-hmm. Still great nose. Um, 
I think it didn't improve it, but it's still fantastic nose. I'm uh, I'm not getting as much sweet candy on the nose. I I am. There's a slight difference to it, but I'd say if you got if you got this at a bar, don't add water. This I mean, it might be fantastic with on the palate. So we'll we'll let you know. We'll let you know. Is it gonna be better now? Let's find out. Let's uh, give it the old swig. Kind of more floral, maybe, on the palate. Mm. Um, it's uh, I might have convinced myself with a little less candy sweetness uh, angle earlier, but but um, it's it's reminded me of uh, of like a four roses of a a four roses um lighter summertime yeah mm-hmm. the the yeah, finish. Yeah. I'll take a bigger sip next time, but the finish isn't lasting as long as it did without water. Yeah. Um, what's one of your favorite notes? Oh, tobacco. Are you like getting a any of that here? Earthy tobacco. Um, not earthy tobacco, but are you getting any sort of smoky wispiness of a cigar or something? So smoky wispy is why I said campfire earlier. I'm not sure I nice. explicitly said that, mm, but yeah. um it just there was something about it that smelled like thicker like smoke mm-hmm. yeah but uh definitely love a good peanut note too so i'm a i'm a jim beam homer mm-hmm. i do do love my knob creek and stuff like nice. that bookers not better with water but still good there was a bite that came on with a little bit of water i don't know about you but it was like not as not as um well-rounded yeah like it's like uh, a little bit of cut there that sweetness is just gone for me i'm missing mm. that sweetness and so neat is clear winner over water to me mm. uh but the finish is still hanging in there though i'll say uh, yeah, yeah with water the finish is holding its own all right i dropped a cube give it the old spin j making this whiskey mighty dizzy I'll do some Matt Porter looks at the glass as he spins it. <laughs> Matt's oh, great. Third episode in a row mentioned in Matt Porter. Oh, really? Third episode. I don't even, in a row. I don't even keep count. Love the guy. Ooh, crap, oh, crap. I just spilled some. Do you see that? Oh, you would. No, but it was like minimal. Minimal. Okay, sure. You got to lick it up. Ooh, great nose. I'm saving this much for a neat pour at the end of oh, it. Oh, you all. might as well. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. I got this much myself. Yeah. All right, all right, my old. It's uh, a little muted. My baby's it's still head. bright to me. Um, I have a feeling this will kill the palate, though. There's just, it's just, I'm just getting this this vibe from the nose that like the palate's gonna be like too bitey, and um, kind of not like bringing Irish. out the best in this one. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I'm gonna swirl and let this chill real quick, and I'm gonna sip real quick here. I don't want the ice to dilute it too much. I just want it to be cold. So I'm going to start chugging. It became oh. a bad whiskey to me. Okay, wait. The nose is really, really sweet to me now. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but there's, now there's like suddenly a, I can't smell no. anything anymore. I just ruined this amazing pour with ice. Don't put ice in your Sazerac 18, listeners. If you ever get the option, decide not to. It's uh, not. It's like suddenly not good to me. The light 
pepper note is dominant now to me. Yep, and that's, like that's kind of all note. it is. Mm -hmm. Yep, just a uh, light pepper bitterness. Uh -huh. That's it. Sorry, oh. we ruined it, Buffalo Trace. If you're still watching, we we super got a little bit it, left. This is the methodology. This is what we do. That's <laughs> how we help our listeners to find out to never try Sazerac 18 2023 with ice. Yeah. Oh. No, like, like even pepper. to get my rating, I got to pour this neat again because yeah, yeah, I'll go that for was it. bad. And I'll, I'll cleanse my palate with Sazerac 6. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Good old baby says. Okay. Oh, that was bad. Like, I hate to say it, but that was bad. Like, if I had to make a rating on the ice pour, it would be like less <laughs> than a five. <laughs> the um, the baby says has more caramel, I mm. think. And um, apples to me. Yeah. 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 It doesn't have that. It, uh, it hardly... Uh, it's got a little it's got a little pepper finish a little but the but it's not like um it's a typical whiskey finish yeah the saz 18 finish is like a blow your mind and yeah. you will continue to taste fruit for minutes mm -hmm. rather yeah, for than just minutes. like rather than like an alcohol burn with some brown mm -hmm. sugariness or whatever yeah. i'm with you all right ratings yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I'm pouring the neat. Did you already sip your neat again? Not yet. I gave myself a little time. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Quick question while we're mm -hmm. final evaluating here. Did I hear you correctly that the Saz 18 and the Thomas H. Handy is the same mash bill? It is just the rye yes, mash bill, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's only one so. rye mash bill unless they're doing something funky like on a EH. Although in the EH Taylors, they don't do anything funky with rye recipes. Uh, EH Taylor straight rye? The, it's the same same mash bill. As, as far as Thomas I know. H. Handy yeah. and Saz mm -hmm. 18 and everything. Yeah, because they Saz, presumably yeah. only have one rye mash bill. Yep. The, um, so the, it's opposite ends of the spectrum here. The, the Saz 18 mm -hmm. is a low proof high age, and the Thomas yep. H. Handy is a high proof low age. Yeah. Six yeah. and a half years is a much. Gotcha. Yeah. That's I think so I'm good. on, uh, uh, in general, I think I'm on team high proof low age. Uh, I mean, it is Thomas H. Handy is still special too. You would prefer Handy to this? I think so. I'll, if it uh, were just what, okay, I'll sip Handy after. They were this valued and... the same. Oh, right, because yeah. Handy is valued. Less it's a lot handy. easier to find. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. In general, you would go Handy. Uh, man, if they were valued the same, mm -hmm. maybe not actually. Okay, but uh, yeah, Handy is typically less than half price the the cost on of the secondary. Size eighteen, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What is Saz eighteen run for these days? For like a more recent year, Saz eighteen, Eagle Rare seventeen, and William Lee Weller are always right about the same, and that is right about fourteen hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, actually, if it's hot and brand new, it's probably fifteen hundred. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So thank you again, Buffalo Trace. Yeah, seriously. God, the wait, wait, so what was your what was your determinate your determination there was was you'd prefer handy or Saz 18 to at the same value? I will tell you after I take this sip. Okay. Sounds Have you ever had E.H. Taylor Rye? Heck yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You ever had their barrel proof rye? Yeah, no one has. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, I should have entry buzzed on E.H. Taylor Rye. What am I doing? Well, like you know what I'm joking about though? Like it was a uh, last year's E.H. Taylor release was yep. supposed to be their barrel proof rye. And I've never seen one. Not even on like Instagram. I've never seen that? one either. I didn't even know yeah. that was a thing. No, no. They last year they announced it. They're like this year for our special edition E.H. Taylor, we're doing a barrel proof rye. Didn't even know Never that was saw a thing. It. Yeah. No. I, I didn't and even so, see the press release. I didn't see anything. I believe there even was a press release. Yeah. And uh and then they're like, you know what? We'll just pretend we did. And yeah, right. yeah, like even those like certain Instagram pages you see where they like get every friggin' bottle and you're like, crap, man, why can't I get a bottle like that? No, I, I didn't. Even, I didn't even see media samples. I didn't see a thing regarding that bottle. Never Maybe saw the, one. They just knew that it would be so coveted uh, that they were like, everyone will just assume that they didn't qualify yeah. for media mm-hmm. samples. <laughs> that might have been it. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, if you it's think about it, there was joke. like the last one was uh, the Warehouse C, right? Yeah, yeah, and then Did they announced it on that April was Fool's Day. Ago. Maybe April Fool's Day. Maybe, but it's a fall release. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, but they haven't even announced the EHL this year. So I'm like, what the crap? It's probably going to be double George, very stag. You know what I'm saying? I love that joke so much. <laughs> it just keeps coming back. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. So, I am rating formulating, but uh, I think I got mine. I will say, go first? Mm-hmm. I think I'm team uh, uh, Thomas H. Handy over, okay. over says 18. You know, uh, which, which is good <laughs> it's funny you say me. that because the first time i ever had saz 18 i drank it with trevor and he ordered the handy and i ordered the saz 18 and we both loved what we had and we perfect. tried each other's of course but we both yeah. preferred the one we ordered perfect perfect and i stand by that as i yeah. would take saz 18 but i'm an eagle rare 17 kind of guy like I don't yeah. need it to be like I do enjoy a high proof whiskey, but I don't need it to be uh, a, a bomb of proof. Yeah. Well, needless to say, it's hub of what. Yeah. It, no doubt. It, the finish when a whiskey has a finish when a whiskey has two finishes. Yeah. It instantly qualifies for hub of what. When mm-hmm. you taste something and then you taste something else and it mm-hmm. just keeps going for minutes, it's instantly hubba to what. This for me though, personally, mm-hmm. falls above nine. Uh, but nice. I, th- I think nine point three. I'm gonna okay. go nine nine point three. It is oh, that's good. Uh super tasty. There's mm-hmm. not a single thing wrong with it. There's not a single bad note to pick out. I'm a neat. <laughs> Yeah, how many? Yeah, uh, yeah, and it just—it's uh, got the finish that goes for days. That is extremely pleasant and enjoyable. And the only thing that keeps it at a nine point three instead of being higher is my own personal preferences for nice. for liking intensity. This doesn't okay. have intensity, but if you like less intense things, you're gonna love this. Totally. 
What is what the the handy that you have? Is it open? And what year is it? Oh yeah, it's half gone already. Nice. <laughs> I only opened it like a couple months ago. Oh nice. Uh, I I think it's the 2020. Um, okay. So so if it is, that's the one we hated. Not hated. That's the one we most disliked in 2020. So I always get it backwards, and I'm pretty sure okay. I verified one time that it is the one that you didn't have. Okay, and so 2021 I, probably. So, well, yeah, sorry. 2019 and 2020, okay. I, I can't ever remember. So it's nice. the one that you didn't have. Okay, cool. We're down for that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, think on I, the... I think a sample's on its way to you, actually. I nice. Think. Yeah. I love that. Um, I'm excited. We'll have to do that one. And then uh, you also um, were able to send to the courier um, uh, the Dorsey stag. stag. Anyway, For sure. um, but we were saying. Um, no, I, I answer, you answered that. This is, <laughs> this is beautiful finish on this whiskey. So I'm going to go 9.4 oh, yeah. here. Nice. Um. I think this is like if I can get to a nine point five, that's like some of the best I've ever had. I think my top score ever is nine point seven. So nine point four is saying something great. I love it. I'm gonna hold on to this little dregs right here and uh probably share it with someone awesome. Nice. Um, Do you remember what nine point seven was? Nine point seven was um uh seasoned wood, E.H. Taylor. Oh yeah, okay. Holy have you ever had that? No, God, no. My goodness. Unreal. Though, the, those weird E.H. Taylor releases, those are um, unicorn, unicorn, unicorns. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> multiple layers of unicornity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like cardinality. Um, <laughs> it's uh, so I got. I, I tried it. I tried it at a bar one time. And it was amazing. But the time I got to actually, we got to do it on the podcast was actually a Brandon Hunt joint. He um he shared some of his bottle. And the funny thing was, is that he had the whole lineup of E.H. Taylor, Ooh. but he hadn't tried anyone. They were all they were all sealed bottles. But he went ahead and got himself on the secondary. Went ahead and got himself another seasoned wood because I was repping it so hard, and he's like, "Yeah, oh, dude, this is all it's cracked up." To me. Oh, dang. and he like okay, well, cracked good. it with me. Yeah, it was nice, nice. And he That's actually awesome. gave me the. I told him um, he was. He's just a good friend. Like the thing about Brandon Hunt is like, he'd be like, "Dude, like he's a real guy." Like he, uh, which is what I love about him. You can show up and be like, "Dude," like I told him before we told the whole world. I was like, "Dude, we're pregnant." And we're going to have a baby. And he's like, here, have the rest. Or like, it was like an inch and a half, maybe two inches of his seasoned wood bottle. He's like, Dang. do this, do it on your podcast, celebrate with me, oh. uh, you know, celebrate this. And uh, he's that kind of guy. Like, he's just like, that's awesome. Yeah. I think he shared I... with me an OFC. Did I tell you that? Oh, dang. A 93 wow. OFC with me. And he, and it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. It was fantastic, but it wasn't like $2,000 worth. Yeah, uh, but it was good. Like I got to try a friggin' OFC with that dude. That's crazy. And he's got what is um yeah, he shared so many good things with me. But anyway, 9.4. Nice. Um I think it's it's surprising that the the front of the palette is so lame because the finish makes up for everything. 
So that's yeah, saying totally. something. It's like 9.4 with a lousy front of the palate says a lot about the finish of Sazerac 18. So if you can find yourself a bottle, of, I would pay I would pay $600 for a bottle like this. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Because so. that's, uh, the, yeah, that puts it about Thomas H. Handy value where, yeah. <laughs> where I yeah. tend to favor mm-hmm. Thomas H. Handy. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they run for? That's a shame. Yeah. But they're, you know, they're less aged and much more available. So, right, right. Um, yeah, love this. I love the, the candiness. I love the fruitiness. I love the, it, you know, it reminds me of, yeah, just those. Do you remember when? what was it it wasn't altoids it was like in a tin you can get these fruity candies in a tin it wasn't like altoids or anything like that but it was like something else i don't know where you can get them but they're like you can go to like world market and find something like this nice anyway we um, we love world market over here oh it's great we got <laughs> we got most of our furniture from there oh nice i'll grab we got our hutch from there yeah go ahead sorry <laughs> i'll grab some bag of chips i've never seen before and totally some, some beer i've never seen before mm-hmm. and that's just like that's why we go to world market <laughs> do you oh, like root beer uh i do but yeah sam always gets stroop waffles there but but nice. yeah so what do they have some root beer there or something so okay so one of my favorite brands actually you can get it easily in phoenix uh, wait is... don't bundaberg no, go ahead bundaberg, bundaberg? No, ginger beer. Yes. Oh, okay, I've actually never, never had their root beer. Is it really good? Uh, no, I actually I haven't either. <laughs> okay. I've, I've had like everything else the they do. Beer. Um, yeah. Easily. But my favorite used to be in the root beer department, a company called uh, Henry Weinhards. And they're out of like California or something like that. They're like a brewery, but they also do some um, um, root beer. But then... Um, the best that beat them out and so one of the one of the best things about henry weinhardt's is it's got like this note of uh wintergreen throughout like the rest of it it's like a slight tinge of wintergreen which is like fantastic with a good root beer nice. and but then i found another brand that does it even better like the same thing but just amp it up like one ten percent nice. and that's a uh, bulldog and they're and they're 100 cane sugar as opposed to uh, Henry Weinhardt's uses uh, corn syrup on theirs. I've probably. seen Bulldog around. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Bulldog is like I I like will buy it off Amazon for like I'll buy like twelve for forty bucks. Yeah, and I will yeah enjoy them all. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Bulldog's my number one, and you can, you can usually get it at uh at World Market, but if you can't, you can actually get it at Albertsons. Uh, which is not <laughs> everywhere, but in Phoenix, there's plenty of Albertsons. So nice. Yeah. Highly recommend you try it out. So, yeah. And, and one last, you were saying, mm-hmm. you know, it speaks volumes of the finish of this to, to mm-hmm. be, to, to compensate for the palate so much. Totally. I still taste this like I sipped it like yeah. a minute ago, but it's been like five mm-hmm. minutes or more. Yeah. I, I can still taste all of the, the candy cherry. It's yeah. Just, the finish is phenomenal on this. Yeah, just don't try with water or ice or with yeah. ice, especially. Oh my goodness, <laughs> right, right. it was like terrible with ice to me. Uh, okay, now that we've talked about rating, we've given our rating. It's a good rating, and with that, we'll send it to our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. All right, welcome back, everybody. This part of the show is called Whiskey World News. We're going to read an article. Didn't write it. Going to read it. Today's article comes from Breaking Bourbon, and the article was written by the entire team. The entire team took turns writing this article. The title of the article is, 
Old Forester releases its rarest bottle ever, the 150th Brown Foreman Decanter. Oh, so I saw this. Published I didn't know it was an Old Forester joint, though. I thought it was just like a Brown Foreman joint. Well, so the bottle does just say Brown Foreman on yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, technically, it it's an Old Forester still... release. But That's cool. earlier today, they just put this out and they say Old Forester is releasing the rarest bottle it has ever produced a decanter nice. to honor the brand's 150th anniversary, filled with extraordinarily exquisite. 12 and a half year old bourbon (laughs) only two-thirds the age of what we just drank (laughs) Mm -hmm. so 500 bottles were originally crafted for members of the brown family who own brown foreman and key partners of the company 150 were set aside for special tastings and events at the company but that was back in 2012 and those 150 bottles remained in storage because of the global pandemic so now Old Forester is offering them to the public. The wow. decanter, priced at $2,500, goes on sale today only at oldforester.com. Oh, so you can actually get it if you're fast. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No bottles will be sold at the distillery. People who purchase the bottle can only pick them up on December 5. And, oh, which is the anniversary of the repeal of Prohibition. The the bottle purchase includes a private VIP tour of the Old Forester Distillery, along with cocktails and appetizers with members of the Brown family. So I bet that tour is pretty cool. cool. But, uh, oh, yeah, it looks like on April 18, 2008, Master Distiller Chris Morris hand-selected six barrels for the special decanter. It was bottled 150 months later, 12 and a half years, in 2020. Warehouse J, top floor eight, Rick 44, tier one. If you're extremely familiar with the old Forester barrel. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. My favorite Rick. Uh, yes. I remember standing there looking up yeah. at Rick 44, tier one. <laughs> That's pretty much it, though. So tell me how you feel about a $2,500, 12 and a half year whiskey. Wait, there were how many available to the public? 150? Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, it is. it was sold out instantly. There were yeah. immediately 150 people willing to buy yeah. this bottle. Exactly. So when this when this uh, news article went live, uh, people immediately bought them, and they're all gone yeah. now. Um. So you also said that uh, Chris Morris picked them before they were aged. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, 2008, he hand selected six barrels, and that is that was 15 years ago. It says on April 18, he picked them before they aged, but also it was 15 years ago, but he said he picked them in 2020, right? Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Because mm-hmm. they sat in glass bottles since yeah. 2020. So yeah. he must have picked these like right when it was distilled. What's up with that? I have a feeling they're not great. Or um, I have a feeling they're not spectacular. Yeah. If because you, you this, pick them after they age. You don't pick them before they age. Yeah, or while they age. Yeah. Know, multiple times just to make yeah. sure. And But yeah, you look at the bottle's pretty sweet looking. The, yeah, oh, I think cool. I read somewhere the wooden case is made from reclaimed wood from uh, an old distillery building or something. Oh, cool. So people buying this bottle are buying it for the heritage and the oh, collector's or item for and, the collector yeah nobody's yeah. nobody's opening this bottle because uh, yeah. if they did they'd be extremely disappointed <laughs> i have a feeling anything you spend 2500 dollars on yeah, would be disappointing so yeah. yeah 
what was the recent one there was like a oh it was the the eagle or 25 or whatever yeah i yeah I, I didn't see an msrp for that have you yet oh it was like twenty thousand, wasn't it oh what it was like stupid yeah no but it was like understandable in a way yeah there was totally an msrp it was like yeah but it was like it was like either twelve thousand or twenty thousand or something like that it must have just been so ridiculous i forgot about it right away mm -hmm. yeah you just blocked it out of your head i'm not gonna sell um, my car for this <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i'll still be making payments on it um yeah, I thought that was interesting. I thought that said a lot, actually, when he when it said he selected them before they were aged, based or before they were even close to aged. Yeah, um, I think they're yeah. If you're looking for a really tasty product, yeah, Old Forester's got some good stuff, but don't expect that to be better than some of their other stuff, in my opinion. Which is weird because they didn't need weird. to say that. They yeah, they didn't, didn't need, need to say, to say when yep. he selected mm -hmm. them, but it's like, yeah, he tasted this coming right off the still and was like, mm -hmm. this Pretty much, is yeah. special. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set these barrels, barrels aside. Yeah, yeah, right. For I love the way 50, this came or 13, right 12 still. years or whatever. Yeah. This moonshine is fantastic. Seriously, it's interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> I'm glad you read it, and I'm glad I caught it. Yeah. Because that's, that's different. Weird. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's go over last week's results for what was good to choose. Uh, the question was originally, what is a good or what is your go-to fire pit whiskey? Sitting around a fire, drinking some goodies. I said Redbreast 12 cast strength, my go-to camping whiskey, which counts in this case. Uh, Brian, did you pick a batch? You just said general bookers, right? Any bookers. Any bookers, yeah. It's nice and peanutty. Um, and you won. You won 55 to 45%. Ooh, close one. Which I thought was good. If I hadn't voted uh, for then, myself there, we might have tied. Yeah, if I had voted for myself, yeah. If I had voted for you, we would have tied. Or no, no, I got you. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. That, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you got um, this. Uh, we, added, we asked the crowd, and we got low-class, high-proof. He gave um, Bruclati, um Port Charlotte, 10-year, uh, yes. I believe. Uh, we got uh, Manoog 23. That's uh, Manuel something. I forget. Uh, what is his name? I gotta look this up because he's been hitting us up a little bit more Ooh, lately. Oh, nice. Um, Manuel. Manuel. Anyway, Manoog uh, 23. He said Delbach Dorado or Winter Release slash Ode to Isla. Ooh. Good choice yeah. for a fire pit. He's a fan enough, he knows that it was Winter Release. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I have a good feeling about this Manu guy. Uh, Matt Town Marketer, that's Ben Klepsig, said Alberta Premium Cast Strength. Heard that yes. recently, Ben. No, I'm kidding. It's a good answer. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't deny it. Um, actually, that'd be really good. I, I realized I have a good. full bottle of that, and I think I mentioned that. Um, Wait, is it 63.6? Like Do you remember what the proof was? Proof is? I think it's 63.5. Or maybe that's maybe I just don't quite remember. But um, um, whatever it was that was the batch after. We mm -hmm. did drink alongs and everything. I mm -hmm. think it was a really good batch. Alongs. The one, yeah, the next one. batch, I passed mm -hmm. on it, but I heard that it was better than the previous batch. Oh, really? And I was a little bit sad, but hey, talk well. about candy rye. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, we got Paul Clarkson said Elijah Craig barrel proof. Good uh, answer as well. Uh, Joel and M09. Hey, that's uh, Joel Bradbury. Uh, he said. Lafroy lore good answer gotta have smoke with the smoke baby yeah i love know, it right? joel 
Uh, we got Marco and AZ said Wilderness Trail Rye or, or any rare breed, bourbon or rye. Good answer, too. Uh, he also said, correction, MB Roland Dark Fire Bourbon, which I, we got to do. We got to do that one, I think. Uh, and it was good. Uh, and then another uh, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof from Embellished Pod, John Hughes. So nice. yeah. this week, I alluded to it in... Um, in our history, but let's, let's just assume that Buffalo trace is going to add a sixth bottle. We've talked about this before, but let's make it a little more clear. They're going to add a sixth bottle. It's going to be a mash bill. Number two, you know what was on mash bill. Number two, Brian, I I did Google it just to make sure that I remembered nice. what all's on there. Yeah. The big one is Elmer T. Lee. Yeah. But Farms. also, nope. But yeah, like the big ones, but like the standard one is blends. Plants, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Elmer Chi Lee, Rock Hill Farms, uh, what is it, Ancient Age, I believe. Uh correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. And but there's nothing on the antique collection with Mashville number two. But there will be. Don't mark my words. There will be. <laughs> and and maybe it's a high proof low low age or medium age, Ooh, or maybe it's not. a ultra aged ninety proof. Uh, what are they gonna name it? I'm going to let you go first because I know you have an idea. I'm going to let you go first because I'm curious if you're going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Albert P or Albert B blank Blanton's and the B is for bacon in case you're wondering for real bacon. (laughs) That's literally his middle name. Oh yes. Yeah. Maybe they should just call it bacon Blanton's or just bacon. (laughs) Bacon (laughs) bourbon. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards that above Elmer T. Lee because he's not old enough yet. Like he just passed away only in the last 10, 12 years or 15 years or something. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Albert B. Blanton's. Nice. As a, you know, there's, there's Stag and there's, yeah, there's Stag, but then there's also George T. Stag. So it's yeah. kind of like that. We got Blanton's, but we also got Albert B. Blanton's. So Albert B. Blanton's it's be a okay. beautiful bottle. Prediction on age and proof. Uh, I'm gonna go high proof, low age or high high age, low proof. So I'm gonna go like yeah. 18 year and 90 proof. Yeah. On that one. Yeah, because blend straight from the barrel exists already, I guess. So mm-hmm. that that makes perfect sense. But it's also not like hyper aged. What is like blend straight from the barrel is like at least not even 10 years. No, it's definitely not 10 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be like seven plus or minus mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. So. Based on my expert tasting opinion. No, okay, no, I don't actually know, but all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna elevate this to the next level. Your oh. Level. (laughs) Your guess. Uh You chose the name of an existing product. So your guess is going to encompass existing products. Totally. My guess is going to encompass anything else outside of the world of existing. But it's still a Mashville number two. But it's still a Mashville number two. Mm -hmm. But what they're going to do is they're going to call it the Freddie Johnson. Oh, I would drink that. So, and I don't, I wish I knew what his mid, middle initial was so I could say Freddie P. Johnson. Probably because baller. It, B for baller. Freddie B. Johnson. The Freddie <laughs> Baller Johnson. It's going to yeah. be a medium age low proof because uh-huh. they got to do Freddie. Oh, uh, right. Freddie Johnson is like a legendary oh. tour, tour guide. Have for, you ever been there? No, I haven't. Tour. 
tour. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I am absolutely team tour. I'm happy team to carry tour. carry this uh, through to the finish line. That's got to do that in Instagram poll to see if people say yeah, that's or, right. or tour. I think we did once. I think we did. Uh, but we need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now that it, yeah, I, I need to know lost. who my who my tour buddies are because we're going <laughs> on tour <laughs> to see Freddie Johnson. Yeah, that'd be great, Freddie. I bet we can hook that Johnson. up too. When we when we do do our um, Frankfurt tour, yeah, um, I will make sure Freddie's on the list for sure. But the yeah. the newest mash bill number two BTAC is going to be Freddie Baller Johnson. It's going to be it. it's going to be. 12 year okay. it's gonna be 107 proof it's basically nice. gonna gonna be lot b nice <laughs> but, but it's gonna be but with the rye mashville yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's right that's great i like that i like that 107 baby is lot b 107 i can't remember uh, for a hundred i can't remember i want to say it's less than 100 uh i uh i can't remember if that was um What's it? What's the other one? Rip Van Winkle, old Rip. Old, old Rip, ten year. Lot, I think one. Rip. I think the old Rip is older than, or is oh. a higher proof. Lot B is oh, Happy Fifteen is one hundred seven. Lot B yeah. is ninety point four, and Old Sorry, Rip is. I don't really care. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Trade that, John. <laughs> Trade it immediately. <laughs> right. I tell um, you what, though, the Total Wine Quarter Four Lottery is live, mm-hmm. and I'm in. And if I get a Pappy Fifteen, I'm opening that for Dude, sure. It's so good. Yeah, like, I bet. It have is. you ever had it? No, I've oh, never had any Pappies. So you haven't had any Pappies? Not a one. I've had. I haven't had any Pappies. I haven't had any Van Winkles. Welcome to the podcast. I haven't haven't had any of those. But I've had every Buffalo Trace Antique collection. Yeah, you have, my man. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, we normally put it up this week to um, a, a two pick Tuesday. But we have a special guest. Did we mention what we're drinking next week? Last Not at week? all. Not at all. Okay. Should we mention it? uh yes I want yeah to let's mention it. it so remember when we uh did an episode just single episode me and um nick from uh found north they had batch seven out it was delicious it was amazing hey guess what batch eight's out and we're bringing on nick again me and brian so we're gonna have a fun time next week um and we're gonna have nick on again actually we got so much good feedback from the nick episode that i'm stoked to have him back because he was yeah. so easy to talk to and so easy to just to talk say. whiskey to and before i forget i got a list of questions going already and yeah. he's good at that saying this on the air hot mm. you you get no choice but i think it'd be fun to pull the audience and ask if they have any questions for us Ooh, they, let's do it us yeah. to ask Nick that. so we better do it quick because uh we're recording on monday so. definitely let's get that yeah. up tomorrow <laughs> yes. people will be listening to this and they'll be like uh <laughs> yeah this came out four like, days ago what are you talking about late <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm stoked about that and uh yeah that's what i loved about nick is like like we could talk whiskey easily but then i could ask so many dumb questions and he's like no actually and then he i he taught me so many things i did not know about whiskey on that episode so shout out to nick taylor Hey, we'll have you on next week. So batch eight, it's going down. I think I even, no, I think I brought it downstairs. So I can't show you the cool new bottle, but it's an 18 year minimum, but there is 26 year whiskey in there at least. 
And if I remember correctly, the big difference is this one is aged in a Madeira cask. Madeira, some of it, yeah. Some of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the finish of it all. And uh, it is, um, yeah, notes of dark berries, I think he said, and tobacco, earthy tobacco. Yeah, I think or it was something. blackberry and earthy tobacco. So I am Can't all hurt. over this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying not to let predisposition influence me here, but uh, yeah. and- let's just say I'm excited. Yeah, prior to us starting the pod today's episode, you were like, you're like, so do you not open your bottles? I'm like, normally I don't. And he's like, oh, I have to keep it in. <laughs> I'm like, fine. But, yeah, it'll be good. So uh with that, I hope uh I hope we have a fun time with Nick next week. But I hope you enjoyed listener. Such a fun episode as it was today, where we're drinking BTAC juice, baby. I hope Buffalo Trace knows how much I truly appreciate them letting us sample the product and yeah. tell you all about it. Yeah, but most of all, listeners, we hope that our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet.
written by the entire team. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I was proud of my joke last week where I said uh, each, each team member took turns pecking one letter uh-huh. <laughs> and they eventually turned the article out. Yeah. Okay. All right. I thought that was good. Oh, I did. Uh, 